Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over flash testing a pool and just generally talk about the accuracy of water testing for you here so you get a better idea or understanding of how to do your water testing to make it more accurate. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So you may ask, what is flash testing? And you may not even know the term, but you may be doing it out there. And that's when you just take your OTO, which is a chlorine indicator, and you take the phenol red, which is a pH indicator, and you just drop a few drops on the pool surface and kind of visually look at it to see what color it is. Now, the late Bob Lowry did a test at one of the pool shows where he had a room full of 30 pool guys or so, and he had a fish tank, and he knew exactly the parameters in there, what the chlorine level was, what the pH was. And then Bob invited some of the pool guys up there to do a flash test with the OTO solution and with the phenol red, so they each put a few drops in there, and then they kind of guesstimated what the level was. And out of the 30 people that tested it, I think Bob Lowry mentioned that only one of them got it right. So more or less a guess versus, you know, being accurate. So the flash testing is really just a waste of time. It's not an indicator of the chemistry of the pool. Beyond the fact that with the OTO, you can tell that there is some chlorine in the pool. And the phenol red, you can tell the pH is maybe 8.0 but you can't really tell anything beyond that with the flash testing. And I've seen guys at the supply place show up there with like a little holster they created. They got another device and they took it out and they put the OTO and then the phenol red next to each other. And so they're like the pool guy sharpshooters, I guess. And they would probably just do flash testing as a way of testing pools on a regular basis. Of course, with the holster, that's a dead giveaway that they're not using a real test kit. And I think the bottom line here is that the flash testing does not work. So it's just a waste of time. You might as, not, well, might as well not even check the chemistry at that point. And you're better off using a test strip. Anyway, if you wanted something quick like that and you didn't want to go through a whole litany of test factors with the reagents, you can simply dip a test strip in there. And the test strips will give you a much better ballpark reading than a flash test. And it's definitely a lot better and more professional to at least use a test strip, which have gotten very accurate over the years, I must say. And they, they'll give you a good indication if the pH is low or really high. And they'll give you an indication of the alkalinity level, which you're not testing with the flash test, obviously. And the OTO only will test for free chlorine. It won't give you the combined chlorine reading, which a lot of the other test kits will give you. And if you're using a five-way test kit, which is pretty common out there, and I've used it before, and I like it because the OTO is something that you can use to indicate the chlorine really easily when you're using the drop test on that. But again, it doesn't check anything beyond the free chlorine level of the pool. 
And so there are a lot of pool guys out there looking for like the holy grail of test kits, something that's going to be extremely accurate, easy to use, and quick. And that doesn't really exist on the market. You have the spin touch, which is expensive and is accurate, but you have to fill up the disc correctly. And, you know, you can get inaccurate readings even with that test system, the spin disc, if you don't fill it up right, or maybe if the system has an error. And I've done different tests with the spin touch where I tried to get everything to match perfectly. So I've used like five discs in a row on the same water sample. And there's always going to be a variation of one test factor to another. Now they're all within range of each other, of course, because this is how this thing got NSF certified. But there's going to be some discrepancies because of physics. Basically, you know, you may fill the tube up or the disc up, sorry, to the same level you did the other ones. But you're not in a lab and it's not a scientific measurement. And there's other factors. I mean, it could just be that as a spinning, it just spins, you know, a fraction slower or the disc or the BB moves in a different way inside the, in the disc. And so if you know anything about physics, you're not going to get the same results the same time and if you are getting like the same readings it's pretty good to get the same readings of course but by the laws of physics it's not going to happen very often even with the same water sample and maybe even in a lab where they have really strict you know testing methods they're still not going to get the same exact readings with the test kit so give that up it's not going to happen i've tried with the pool lab 1.0 i tried with the color cue to match the readings exactly and it just doesn't happen out in the physical world and again, maybe in the lab you can do it. However, it's going to be accurate within a margin of error. So if you go to the manufacturer's website for the Color Q Pro 7 or Pro 9, for example, they have a plus and minus margin of error. And that's just basically the fact that it's going to be within that range and it's not going to be spot on. So you're not going to get the exact alkalinity. I mean, you could probably get close to it with a Taylor Regent drop test. But you're not going to get the exact alkalinity within a margin of error. So when it says, you know, 72, maybe a 74, maybe a 70. And just you have to live with that. It's a lot better, of course, in the flash test and a test strip. But there's no test kit out there that I know of that's going to give duplicate 100% readings without the margin of error every time you use it. And I'll bring up Bob Lowry again with his target ranges. You know, let's say that you're using his system and... With the margin of error and with the calculations you're doing, if the alkalinity is 75 instead of 80, or if the alkalinity is 85 or 90 instead of 80, it's not really going to move the needle dramatically. I mean, if you use the LSI calculator and you play with it, which I do sometimes, I like putting numbers in there just to see what happens, you're not going to see a huge difference in the readings by, you know, 10 in one direction or negative 10 in another direction. Now, the free chlorine level is or the total chlorine level in the pool is an important factor just as a safety parameter. If you took the CPO course, there's a lot of complicated formulations there because the whole thing about the CPO is that you're making the water safe to swim in and that's the reason why they have the CPO certification. You're doing commercial pools. You have different families in there, different bathers. They don't know each other. Some may have diseases or bacteria or viruses there may be something in the water. I mean, there may be a diaper floating in the pool the night before. All these things are factors in a commercial pool, and your job is to keep it safe. And so they spend a lot of time talking about calculating the total chlorine level in the pool. But basically, if you're just testing for free chlorine, 
and not the total chlorine, which is the combined chlorine, then you're not getting an accurate chlorine reading in a lot of cases. So test strips, some of them will give you the total chlorine in the pool, depending on the test strip you're using. And of course, the OTO test that I mentioned and like the five-way test kit won't give you the combined chlorine or total chlorine reading of the pool. And the chlorine reading, I think, is the one that you really have to kind of get more accurate with, within the margin of error, of course, because that really determines if the water is safe to swim in. And if you're getting, if you're just doing the flash test and you think that the chlorine level is four parts per million or whatever you're thinking, and it's actually one part per million, that pool may not be safe to swim in because the chlorine level is so low. Now, in residential pools, it doesn't really matter, uh, you know, tremendously because usually swimming with just your family, but you do have pool parties with other people there. So that is a factor. But if you're just swimming in your pool alone, you know, with your family, chances are it's not going to be a dramatic effect on you if the chlorine level drops or gets low. But in a lot of cases, it is a major factor. So that's why the chlorine level is so important when you test it. And you always want to make sure that the chlorine level is high enough to kill the bacteria and viruses. One way to, one indicator that the chlorine level is not high enough is that fact that algae is growing in the pool, even with a chlorine level of three or four parts per million. And that's an indicator that the algae is growing in there because the chlorine level is not high enough technically to kill the algae. And I've probably been guilty of referring to it as chlorine resistant algae myself. It's really not chlorine resistant. It's just that there's not enough chlorine in the pool to kill the algae or prevent it from forming. And Bob Lowry has a formula, which I think is very accurate, and I've tested out in the field. And he suggests that you keep the free chlorine level at 7.5% of the cyanuric acid level because the cyanuric acid slows down the kill rate of the chlorine and kind of locks it up. It's not really locking it like chlorine lock in that sense, but not all of it is available in the pool because of the nature of cyanuric acid. And he suggests 7.5% of cyanuric acid. So if you have a pool, and I'll keep the math simple, if you have a pool with a cyanuric acid level of 100 parts per million, you're going to need a free chlorine level of 7.5 ppm to prevent the algae from growing in the pool and to make it safe to swim in. It's kind of one of those things that's outside the box in a way, but it's something that is logical. And that's why knowing the exact, or not the exact, I should say, because I just spent a lot of time talking about how impossible that is, but within the range of air, the chlorine level in the pool. So if you have the cyanuric acid at 50 parts per million, you're going to need a free chlorine level of 4 parts per million in that pool. So if you have a photometer and it's coming in at 4.5 parts per million, that pool is safe to swim in. And you're pretty much guaranteed not to have algae forming in that pool. It's coming in at 2.5 or 3 then you want to raise up the chlorine level based on that formula. Now, if you don't believe in that formula, that's perfectly fine. And by the way, Bob Lowry also has a part of that formula with borates in the pool at 50 parts per million. And then you just need 5% of the free chlorine level, the cyanuric acid. So if it's at 100 and you have borates at 50 parts per million, if the CY is 100 parts per million and you have borates at 50 parts per million, then you're going to need 5 ppm of free chlorine in that pool to keep it safe and keep it algae free versus the 7.5. But as I was saying, if you don't believe in that formula or don't think that formula is accurate, then you know you have to still keep a safe free chlorine level in the pool and you have to test for combined chlorine also. And this is something that's kind of interfering with the chlorine and then most test kits that are photometers will give you the total chlorine 
and there'll be a number that shows the combined chlorine, and you can subtract that from the free chlorine to get your your chlorine level. And basically, that is the indicator of how what part of the chlorine in the pool is is effective at that point. So that's an important test factor to check for, even if you don't believe in Bob Lowry's formula, see why at a free chlorine level, you still need to make sure that you have enough free chlorine in there to at least make the minimum safe parameters that the CPO requires you to test for. And again, in residential pools, no one's going to go back there and inspect it. And it's relatively safe because the bather-to-bather disease transmission is not extremely prevalent because normally it's just you and your kids in your pool and it's not your neighbors or strangers, or ha- you're not having a party every time you're using your pool in most cases, or you may be. But regardless, you have to make sure that the free chlorine level is safe to swim in. So the flash testing is definitely not accurate. It won't give you the combined chlorine, like I mentioned, or total chlorine, and it's just an inaccurate method. Test trips will give you, in a lot of cases, the combined chlorine and total chlorine, You know, if you get these seven-way test strips. And then, of course, I think they're pretty accurate with the pH and alkalinity, which are also factors. The pH is also a factor in how fast the chlorine reacts in the pool or how fast it kills. But as Bob Lowry and Arena Technologies had discovered, the cyanuric acid level is probably more of a factor in the speed of chlorine or the speed that chlorine kills viruses and bacteria over the pH in the pool. Bottom line, if you're doing the LSI reading of a pool and you want to know if the water is corrosive or scale forming, you have to do accurate or fairly accurate readings in the pool on a monthly basis, you know, to make sure that the calcium hardness level doesn't move too much in the pool. So you don't have to test that every time, but at least once a month, you want to try to balance LSI um, in the pool to make sure that it's not scale forming or it's not corrosive. And that, of course, includes the temperature of the pool calcium hardness, cyanuric acid level, the alkalinity, and the pH in the pool. And there's other factors that are a little less in the LSI, but those are also important. And so getting a accurate test factor reading is something that's important on a bunch of different levels when you're doing pool water chemistry. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you go to my uh, website, swimmingprolearning.com on the banner, click on that podcast icon, And of course, if you type Bob Lowry in the search box on the podcast site, you're going to see all the episodes I recorded with him. And he talks in detail about his cyanuric acid, the free chlorine level. And he covers that in a lot of the podcast recordings that I have have done with him in the past. So you can pull those up and check that out. I think that's really important. You can also uh, type in Orenda and you can hear the podcast where I talk to Eric about the um, cyanuric acid and free chlorine relationship, and that's a good one to pull up and listen to for sure. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.